All right, all right. Welcome to Off the Back Fence, your weekly spo- sports podcast, I should say, uh, with Was and Coombsy. I'm Was, and in my good friend down in Melbourne, Coombsy, is on the line. Coombsy, how are you? Uh, feel like Lemma McGrath arguing about getting out even um, for a duck. Oh, God. Why don't you stop? <laughs> I don't – now – I'm going to start off because we're going to, we're going to address the elephant in the room straight away because we're we're a bit short on time so we're going to rip through it all. I don't know what's hurting me more, the sunburn that I got today being there or losing for the first time at the Gabba since 1988. Holy shit, what the fuck happened? I'm going to say it, like you can't rely on two guys to get all the runs and then two one bowl at a or two bowls to carry away through a test. Yeah, Mitchell, no. sucks being, Mitchell sucks being the biggest fucking passenger since the um, special kids sit at the front of the bus at school. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, you're right. Um, we, what, what I'll do is I'll get rid of I'll get rid of the pleasantries straight away. Yeah, congrats to India. Like to yeah, be well fair, right, well yeah, well. Played. Yeah, yeah, well played, you fat little prick. Well done. <laughs> the babysitter got us done. Um, India winning two one in the series, to, uh, retaining the Border Gavaskar Trophy. I've been pronouncing that wrong for a long, long time, uh, but they retained it two one. Even with the draw, so they would they would have retained it. We needed to win outright. Um, oh, Peter, every- also, like to add Pajara. I hope that plane trip back hurts like hell with all the bumps and bruises. But brave batting there. I honestly think that he will be treated like a king on that flight home. He'll be in first class. He'll be up the front. No one will be they bothering him. Uh, are they getting out of the country tonight? Yeah, that was the oh, deal. They can leave oh, straight away. Holy shit. Yeah, he's going to be so sore flying. Um, yeah, so 2-1. Australia win the Adelaide test. India win the Melbourne test. We drew the Sydney test and India... Win the fourth test and breaking the longest streak in, I think it was Australian cricket history for a home test. No, no loss since 1988. It was unbelievable. Um, also, it was a record run chase for a fourth innings by a bo- uh, by any team, I think. They beat it by about 90 runs, yeah. Uh, it was tough. Um, I got online last night and got a, a ticket. Because of fifth day donation to Movember, why not? We've already done that, so it made a lot of sense to go and enjoy a bit of cricket. Yeah, I don't know where to start with this test. Like it, it's, it I was. Well, leaders did stand up. Like Dave Warner gets out doing a stupid nothing shot. Marcus Harris shows another reason why he's not going to probably play have a test career. And then you rely then. The two usual suspects stick together. Smith plays. I think Bowler just got him. He, the bowler didn't get himself out. The Smith got himself out trying to push the issue. Then yeah. just Matthew yeah. Wade being a spud gets a start and just does what he's done all season. Gets a start and gets out. He hasn't got a fifty in the four, fourteen test things. So yeah. if that was Joe Burns, he would have been sacked eleven innings ago. Yeah, no, you're right. I think it's very, very tough scenes for the Australian team. Honestly, the tactics were wrong from the get-go. Even from the Melbourne test through to now, the tactics haven't been right. We haven't taken 20 wickets since um, Adelaide. Yeah, no, you're right. And that was an unbelievable effort to do that. (sighs) 
Yeah, I, it's it's been a funny old it's been a funny old summer of cricket. To be fair, like I'm always up for it, but it's just it's been a very deflating type of series. I don't know whether it's the off field issues, the quarantining, the the actual pandemic itself. I don't know. It's just been, yeah, I don't know. It's it just hasn't had the same feel. I think I think also. Coley leaving after the first test, I think, put us in a false sense of we've got this from here. After smashing them in Indi- um, in Adelaide with Coley in the side, I honestly thought they they must have thought that yeah we've got it from here. And didn't we honestly get shit on? Yeah. The worst um, thing we did was we went out to bat in Melbourne first up. We should have gone bold. Yeah, nine times out of ten you win the toss, you bat, but. You had mental scars on him. You could have really set the tone for the rest of the test series if you went into bowl first up in Melbourne. Yeah. We'll, st- we'll stick with the Brisbane test because obviously it's just finished. The series just finishing. Um, we spoke about it last week. I, we, Mitchell Stark has not been right. It was mentioned yesterday at the end of the broadcast. I think I think they had um, Howie, Gilly, and Warren going through each player for the Australian team. Um, and giving them a rating, whether they had, uh, like, they've done well. Warren reckons that Stark's injured. I don't believe that for a second. Stark hasn't he got was- a heart. He's a tin man. He's a tin <laughs> man from what, uh, Wizard of Oz. He, he was can still only bowl-, bowl four over six. He was That's still bo- He was still bowling 145 clicks. So, he I don't think- 140 it- clicks my arsehole test. It's been he a was bowling into- fucking pies. Leg side pies. Out, 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 two foot outside off some pies. Half trackers. He got taken for twenty runs and one over today. Yeah, that was a bad, bad look. Look, he he hasn't been good. Like, and we talked about it last week too. He shouldn't have the new ball, and that was proven today when we took the new ball at the 80th over. Paddy Cummins, <laughs> man of the series, man of the series. Patrick Cummins, hell of a series. I think he had twenty one or twenty two wickets at an average oh, economy of two point three, and then an average of twenty. Yeah, like that. That's an opening bowler. And he was consistent. Same for Hazelwood. Hazelwood had a very, very tough day today on day five. I think it's just spent. Yeah, that, that orange light was on in that petrol tank there. Oh, shit, yeah. And it was the same for Pat Cummins in the last session. Like, they yeah. bowled him into the ground. And he did so well. But you could tell in the last or second last over when he got put away for about 10 or 14 runs. I can't remember. It was a bit hard with the amount of Indian chanting in my ear. Um and this this comes back to bowling your best players. Three day turnaround for a test match is huge. Three or four day turnaround, including travel, is huge on a team that didn't get the job done in Sydney. And that was that argument we spoke about last week. Michael Nessa coming into the side, home deck, fresh, ready to go. He would have been outstanding as support for Hazelwood and Cummins. Mm. It would have it would have been seen that extra batsman. Yeah, it would have just. Like, what a variation. You can't bowl three express bowlers. We've tried that before with when we had Brett Lee, Sean Tate. It was the world's worst experiment. You need to have one um, enforcer. That's Pat Cummings. One line and length, Hop, um, Hazelhoff. Mitchell Stark tries to be all three, both of them at the same time. But he's so hit and miss. Why not try to play a swing bowler for Christ's sake? We haven't had a good swing bowler since Damien Fleming. Yeah, exactly right. And 
Uh, yeah, Nessa would have been a perfect foil for those two, especially being the fresh legs in the team. Mm. A bit of fresh energy because it's been a long t- – like you think about it, it's been a long test series. It's been close to two months now with bubble restrictions, quarantine, what have you. Like it does affect a mental aspect of a team. So I still think it was a bad pick to have Starkey. He wasn't – now I'm going to also come out and say the goat wasn't the goat this series at all. Like he, I think India found out how to play. India played. India played. What everyone's got to like, got to realize. India play spin well. They oh, learned they do. how they learned. He yeah he didn't he bowled too straight at the stumps. He didn't follow his usual off, outside off line, but India India um, played made him play play the way they. Wanted him or bowled yeah. the way they wanted him to face. Yeah, so they they realised they just left anything outside off some. So he wanted to go hunt for wickets, so he started to bowl a bit straight and just learned to work off the pads. Yeah, that's right. I think they learnt a lot when he took seven that innings in Adelaide years yeah. and years ago. I think that was two thousand and seventeen. No, fourteen. Oh, it was a fourteen. Was, was it, it was that far? It was, Phil, it was a Phil Hughes test. R.I.P. Oh, it was too. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, yeah, it, the bowlers, after that first test, obviously, they went downhill. Batting wasn't our strong suit this series either. Whether it was the openers with the changing of Burns in for Pekofsky, Warner coming back from a groin injury four and not being 100%. Over, four bats went over 200 runs. Yeah. It the was Con, the keeper, captain, Smith and um, Marnus. Marnus, yeah. And credit to Manus too, knocking up a hundred on the day on day one this year on this test. It was fantastic. It was great viewing. Um, Smith hit ninety odd. That's innings too. Um, one thing that I know you're going to enjoy me saying this, but we don't have a player that India has as Brigjara. We've talked about it off mic. It's the 2020 effect. This is where a bloke like Sean Marsh would be good in the test side. Yeah, I know. I know. I've come around to it. But Matt Renshaw, anyone who just wants to fucking dead the ball. Yeah. The attack. And see, not- and like, it might be too late now for Sean Marsh, but Renshaw is... Renshaw could <laughs> Ren- be a middle, middle order batsman. And it'd fuck off Matt Wade too. Like, it's... Oh, fuck me. I've never said... I've played with some useless people and I am useless. But that cunt is as useless as a cho- um, hole in a condom. Jesus, <laughs> I, he he got he played well in the first innings. I'll give him that. That's about it. Second innings, we needed runs. We needed we needed game management. He didn't give that. Three balls he gave. Three balls out for zero runs. If Straight back to the pavilion. All his what are we wickets. Do- he's been take all his time he's got out this series. It's just stupid shots. Melbourne, Adelaide, everything is just stupid rash shots. In the test team, your batting number five, that used to be one of the most key spots to bat. Oh, yeah. Value your wicket. You're meant to be the link between the top order and the low order. So you're meant to be, if you're the last recognized batsman, you should be there when the number 11 comes in. Yeah, exactly right. But, yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of questions. We've got a big, big test series coming up very, very soon against South Africa. A lot of question marks over the team. Like you said it before, off mic, the head might have to roll here. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that a hundred percent. I There'll think be there's a co- things. Yeah, like I agree. Safe? I, 
You reckon Payne's safe? Payne is safe. I think his captaincy. He won. Four, he won. He, he won. He won all the. He won all the tosses this series. Yeah. He won four tosses in a row. Fantastic. Mm. Needs to. Needs to be better. There was some keeping today where I could have honestly said, "For fuck's sake!" And he probably could have heard me from where I was sitting. It just it baffles I, me I sometimes. Don't captain, I don't think, as I said with Pat Cummins being captain as a bowler, I don't think a captain can be a keeper either. It's too much on time. Your best yeah. captains are your batsmen because they can have that. They can switch on and off. They don't have to be on 100% of the time. A bowler, yeah. you have to be on when you bowl and then during your off time. Captain can just sit there. A batsman captain can really sit there and just watch the game unfold. Yeah, and the no, you're right. Smith can't captain because he hasn't passed some leadership qualities within the thing. Maybe, well, sorry, but I don't mind the ruthless side Steve Smith had as a captain. No, neither. I, I, I'm, so, I'm oh, tired of this, oh, the happy-go-lucky, friendly Australian career. Yeah, the sandpaper thing was bad, but fuck, as I said at the start, who hasn't ball tampered? Yeah, exactly right. I also I, picked the seam apart with my fingernail. Don't don't do that, Christ. You're outing yourself on a fucking medium that will get tweeted out. second grade at Nambour. It was just to give myself a little thing to grip with the spin. Did you win any premierships? No, no, no. Fuck. Oh, then, then you're fine then. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, so yeah, so South Africa's coming up. I do think that Payne stays, but I don't think he'll be there for much longer. I think he's next ba- ba- summer, that's it. Yeah, I think his batting was much better this series, which was good. He needed to be there for some pretty solid... Well, he got man of the match in the first um, test. Was it first test? Yeah. Yeah, he, no, he did He did he for that first innings. He had, he's dropped four catches over four tests. That's not bad. No. It was... It, but those four catches were in the Sydney yeah. test, which which made it very difficult. Everyone's getting on his back about. But it's the first time since Sandpaper Gate that he's got... Got the Found negative out. publicity of the um, press, so I think yeah. he's safe. Like, if I was going to run through my test team now for the next tour, I think it'd be Pavoski and Warner. Even though Warner, surprisingly, Warner mm-hmm. scored less runs than um, Joe Burns. Same yeah. amount of tests, same amount of innings. Yeah, so, and that's and that's probably one of the question marks I put over some player. I, th- I honestly how many don't times think- do a reputation? How long does your reputation hold? Warner is only a flat track bully. Yeah, he, he hasn't proven himself anywhere else. I will, but I will put my I'll put a hundred dollars down if anyone wants to bet against me that Warner will not get a ton in South Africa. That's a big bet. I'll anyway, put my, yeah. And then, but anyway, so you still so you still go Pavos. Oh, I can't say Pavoski was a shining light like that test in Sydney. Yeah. He was fantastic first innings. So I I'm happy for him to stick around. He's Fucking mad, running laps in the Gabba Sun, making friends with Ray Baker. Twelve fifteen today, while I was eating my chicken strips and chips. God, absolute madman. Anyway, mate, your number three. I'm assuming would be Marnus. Marnus, yep. Number four, Marnus. Smithy. Yep. Five is either Matt Renshaw, right? N- Nick Madison. Yep. Peter Hanscom. Right. I have another one from out left field, and I don't know if you'll like it, but it's probably because it's recency bias, but another name that's been floated has been Ben McDermott. No, T25. Yeah, he hasn't made runs in shield cricket. Why has India getting so good players? They have a good shield, domestic comp, and they play Australia A tours. 
whoever was scoring runs in these Australia A games, have a look at them because they've got the medals. They've got the um, toughness to play test cricket. So, yeah, yeah I'd go Renshaw because he can hold an end. Yeah. Even on, as a, yeah, Shaw Marsh is still an option if you have to go to South Africa. Well, he was at the start of the start of the tour when Moana He's hurt himself. From yeah, exactly. Like uh, I don't know, it's weird. Um, obviously, Cam Green. Yeah, were you happy with Cam Greeny throughout the tour? Yeah, and I think um, from what I was listening to on the ABC Grandstand, he bowls with the newer ball in um, WA. WA. So that's why he struggled with the old ball. Um, seventh Payne, eight Cummings, nine. Michael Nessa or James Patterson? I, I like both those picks. I think you fit them both into the squad. James Patterson can be the comely enforcer. Then you can have Patterson who can tie up an end. Yeah. Well, that, and that and, frees yeah, up and, and that frees up Pat Cummins too because he yeah. can swing the ball in certain circumstances. And James Patterson is an accurate, aggressive bowler. Mm. He doesn't mind going at batsmen too. Nah. Nathan Lyon and then Josh Hazelwood. That's year 11 going into South Africa as the first test for me. I think I honestly think, too, taking sweeps into South Africa would be a big in. I know Marnus can throw down leg breaks, but you, you oh, put in sweeps in, man. Why did we bowl Marnus more? more today? Yeah. I, I don't know. It was the same argument with Cam Green. I feel... <sighs> If the bowling rotations were messed up today. I don't know what was going on. It like they overbowled Lyon. Like with with Richard Pant, he he was looking for Lyon. Like you keep bowling Lyon to him, he's gonna score runs, which he did. They needed thirty runs off five overs. So knock about cricket. You'd think that maybe bowling out the stumps at a high, like at a decent length would be good. No, let's bowl Lyon again, and he got t- he got towered up. It may have caused a chance. Like there was a couple of chances, but they were not put down. They were just put into like gaps. But you just you just you can't just close off an end thinking that well, yes, if we bowl out the old the fifteen overs within the last hour, if we bowl them out, like if we bowl those overs out. That's it. It's a draw. Fantastic. We still lose the trophy, but we maintain our ICC yeah. ranking. That means Watch nothing. This. Lion's going to come through and romp it in the next two. He'll romp it in the Test Championship in England and in South Africa if we tour. Uh, you know, I'm obviously a bit disappointed he didn't get 400. I think he was one off today. He yeah. needed he needed three today to get the 400 mark, which would have been nice to have been there to see it, but absolute shame. But that comes back to also Sydney. Like it was a deck that did nothing, and usually it's a turner. So uh, a road. What but, Sydney? Yeah, um, no Sydney problem, turns. It wasn't this year. Um, the problem was <laughs> yet again Australia, Australian cricket didn't either stand up to the gov- Queensland government, try to work out a thing like rugby league AFL did. Said, hey, can we have these guys isolate and train? We, I think I was reading today, or I can go off my top of my head. Mo, I think most of the series we've lost since I think we lost the big three. We've lost most of those series if we haven't played the Gabba the first test. Yeah, I think the <laughs> ones of exception are South Africa. Yeah, that no, two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Yeah, I think we didn't play that yeah, one. Yeah, we didn't play that. Was that? That's it. Yeah, 
I, I, I really, really do hope that Qu- Cricket Australia really has a backbone in the future. Like, going to the Gabba is great. January cricket sucks because the pitch did fuck all. It's a November yeah, pitch. Right. Yeah, it, like that's the thing. Like we had torrential you're rain on the Saturday that wiped the out season. You fucking idiots. Yeah, you and panned it to India. Yeah, there was a sprinkle of rain today. It was fantastic on the sunburn. Let me tell you, but that like you you had the end of play called yesterday, day four, and then you had a whole session wiped out in day two. Like that, of course, that's going to cause issues for a team that's not bowling outsides. Um, we may we might finish up. Any big takeaways? Who was your obviously Cummins was your player of the series? Cummins and Marnus, like yeah, Marnus was good. I'm gonna I I big fan of that uh, of Shubman Gill, the Test opener yep. for India. He had a fantastic de- debutant opening series. Um, he was fantastic today. Like he was electric. He was a gr- he's going to be a talent. Um, to come, which is quite scary, didn't it? He'll, um, also, Shiraz, uh, Muhammad Siraj was he? He was fantastic too um, throughout the series. Very tough circumstances, obviously, with all the racial comments and whatnot in Sydney, and also here in Brisbane. So, Good uh, he had a, the vintage. I don't know, but <laughs> I can't call him that. No, we can't. We can't. We can't really do that. Um, uh, also, the Gabba was electric today, not only because it was less capacity, but it felt like it was full. Holy Christ, the Indians, they know how to f- go for it during a day of cricket. Oh, well, while I was sitting at Smoko today, saw that India were paying $23, and I talked myself out of it saying that's really not that patriotic. Kicking myself now thinking about that. Money's money, mate. Yeah. But at that time, like after the first session, they were at seventy three runs, I think it was at lunch. Yeah. Like that's not that's not good going. Like I I see test cricketers each session has to be minimum hundred runs. Oh, that's, that's you're asking three and a half and over. I still feel like that's good. If you want a good day of test cricket, if you're batting and you bat it out, 300 a day is a good like it's a good benchmark in my eyes. A good a good day for a bowling like team would be at least five to six wickets. If you can't bowl them out, at least put pressure on the tailenders to get them out the next day. But it, it is what it is. But then they just ramped it up as soon as Gill got out. Rahane came in, hit quick twenty two or whatever it was. Pant was unbelievable this afternoon too. So. Um, but kudos to India. Uh, summer of cricket is over for the time being. Well, there's big bash on, but who cares about the big bash, really? Yeah. <laughs> the Heat are playing tonight, so we'll see what happens with that. Mate, enough cricket. I think we've gone on. Wait, actually, is there anything else you want to rant on about? Or are we, are you, are you, have you exercised oh, all demons? Oh, so I, just still, I still can't believe we lost. Like, Yeah. I, I'm with you on that one. Like, oh, yeah, I can the, count nearly 30 runs off a certain bowler. Also, 29 extras. 29 yeah. extras. Yeah. The boys they, they go against the keeper. Yeah. Anyway, let's not get into that, Christ. Um, right. Other sport happened over the weekend. Shall we start at the divisional round for the NFL, mate? Yeah, let's get into that. 
Now, did, by the chance, did you get to see any of these games? No, because I didn't have Wi-Fi in our house because... Don't, while, don't outer, don't outer. While doing <laughs> renovations at our house, we have an old, very old house, and there's an old Telstra phone line in one of the rooms, and we both thought it was just redundant, which we don't use a landline, so to get it off while we're um, getting, prepping, prepping the area to work in, we cut the... Telstra line, and then all of a sudden the internet stops working. So I didn't get to watch any any sport from Sunday afternoon through to Monday afternoon. Oh God! Right. So I'm going so, off all what I'm all this all these highlights are going off either Instagram, Fox Sports News reads, or um, different pieces <laughs> I've seen online. Well, lucky for you, I live in an apartment where you can't hit any type of fucking communication line. So we'll get right into it. Sunday morning, Saturday in America, the Green Bay Packers defeated the LA Rams 32-18. to 18. This is the first time that the Packers will host a NFC Championship game with Aaron Rodgers under center for the first time ever. I find that baffling considering how good they've been over the long time. <laughs> Mate, they were good. Like they, yeah. they they were good against the Rams. So they they went up against the Rams side with a Jared Goff with a busted thumb. Um, Rogers was just incredible. Like he he ran in a touchdown. He threw he threw so well. And to the credit to the Rams, they kept it tight. Like it ended up being I think about twenty five eighteen to make it close. But then they just rolled. So um, they retained the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, Pack like Lambo is going to be tough for the Bucks who won, but we'll get into that a bit later. Um, yeah, uh, there's not much else to say about this game. To be fair, like Aaron Jones ran the house down. Rams were like Cam Akers is a good fight for the Rams. He was a I think he was first or second round pick. So they've got a running back for the future after Gurley left, which is good. Uh, anything from this? Anything you saw? Um, anything stood out? Not really. Like, didn't get to see much of the highlights. I saw that the usual suspects of Green Bay played well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just nothing much for me, really. But I think, yeah, I think I can't really comment this week. So I feel bad. Like, you'll carry me here. That's all right. just going oh. off the thing of that Packers won. Good yeah. work, boys. The only reason I like, the only reason I'm sticking, I'm like being able to carry is because I've been able to. Watch them from, from front to back. KO has been fantastic putting split screen up with the cricket and the footy, so it's been fantastic. Uh, we'll move on to the night game. Buffalo Bill 17, Baltimore Ravens 3. Now, I was expecting a lot, lot more out of this game. It was a bit of a nothing game, to be fair. Uh, Lamar Jackson went down at the end of the third quarter with concussion. He never came back, so they had uh, Tyron Huntley come in. Three for 60 yards, but it was a bit too late. Um, Bills are going to be a problem for the Chiefs, I think. Chiefs beat the Browns, but yeah, the Bills were good. Um, Ravens, like the Ravens had a great game against the Titans in the Super Wild Card, but yeah, they could just couldn't get anything going in this game. Josh Allen's got a hose on him. Like him and Stefan Diggs is, are just the new lovely couple in the NFL, like, they're just fantastic. There's an interview after the game where, like, Stefan Diggs was just pumping up Allen's tires and Allen is just looking at him like, I love you. Like, full-blown, want to kiss him on live television. 
So, anything, anything on this one? Nothing? Nothing, no, no, nothing at all, no. I think there's only one game I can comment on because it's the one I saw the most coverage of. Was this, was this the last game of the round? Yeah. Right. All right. All right. I'll do the one, the other one that you didn't see. So, Chiefs twenty-two, Brown seventeen. Uh, magical end for the uh, the Brown season, who obviously made the playoffs for the first time in who knows how long, and their first playoff win last week. They were very close to the upset. Holy shit! Mahomes went down, uh, and then we had a bit of Chad Henney, a bit of Hennessy. Um, the balls on Andy Reid, holy shit. They were third and 18 with a chance to, uh, if they didn't make that, they would have had to punt and given the Browns a chance to go down the field to potentially win the game. Um, but credit to Chad Henney. He actually found his legs, ran for 17, and then threw a pass to Tyree Kill to ice it. They killed the clock. Uh, Browns were good. Baker was fantastic. Jarvis Landry, he's been he's been incredible since his move from the Dolphins. Um, they've changed that culture. Kevin Stefanski will get coach of the year. He should. If he doesn't, he should. Um, Do you reckon but, OBJ's gone for the Browns? I, I don't know what the situation on is with OBJ, to be fair. I think um, it was a good comment the other day I was listening to a podcast. Is like you can't have too many big dog wide receivers in a team because – you expect touches. Like, all the big dogs expect minimum five touches, at least a game, more even. It's not the case when you've got Jarvis Landry, you've got a one-two punch for running backs in Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. Like, Kareem Hunt was actually, I think, I don't know if he was in tears, but he was very emotional at the end of the game after running into Andy Reedy's former coach at the Chiefs um, because they were so close to getting it done. Um but the Browns, have, man, they're on the upswing. They're going to be a force to reckon with in the AFC North. Like, the Steelers on the way down. I think the Ravens have got one more year in them. Like, they might make a big splash next year to really push for it, but I think then their window shut. Um, but the Chiefs, man, they kept going. Um, obviously, there was it was pretty scary with Mahomes. He went down. It, it was concussion, but it ended up being something to do with his nerve and his neck. So, But they've cleared him for this week, so... Um, We'll get into the champion, conference championships after this game. So this is the game that you saw a bit of coverage on. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 30, the New Orleans Saints 20. Bucks go into the Dome, win it. Uh, it was the battle of the two elderly quarterbacks and to see who could throw further than eight yards an attempt. And Tom Brady came out on top. I like to refer to this, this game as like an old, old Western. Um, Big shootout. Yeah, the two old gunslingers coming out for the last hurrah. Obviously, we're thinking this is Drew Brees' last game after a lot of images have gone around him as walking down the tunnel, looking over his shoulder one more time, hanging out with his kid on the Superdome turf with Tom Brady. Yeah. Cool moment of Tom Brady throwing his son a catch. But, yeah, I think the butt, as I said it last week to you, through a text message, wouldn't it be funny for a Bucks and Bills Super Bowl? It could be possible because Tom Brady can play in cold weather. You can just imagine the Bills thinking, yes, finally. this Got rid of that cunt. <laughs> yeah, this fucker has left the AFC East. We don't have to oh deal with him. God. And then, And then, surprise motherfucker, I'm in the Super Bowl in yeah, Tampa. That, they, oh, you, you like... Talk about exercising demons, man. That would be wild. Um, oh. 
but yeah, Tampa Bay rolled. Um, they were fantastic yesterday. Um, Brady was good as per usual. He wasn't fantastic. Like they were both. Brady and Breeze were really just getting through the game, essentially. Like, Brady has a lot of weapons, and he's smart with using them. Um, Leonard Fournette actually showed up to this game. They actually had a run game, which was good. We also had a trick play. We had Jameis. We had a bit of Jameis Winston, and for a second, I thought, holy shit, we have a revenge game. You just imagine that Jameis Winston comes in and beats his former team in a playoff. But anyway, I digress. Tampa Bay were good. Uh, 30 point. They beat the Dome. And like you mentioned, Drew Brees, there's a lot of talk. It was reported by Jay Glazer pre-show on Fox uh, that this would be potentially Drew Brees' last game in the Superdome. Potentially could be retirement. Came out after the game and said, look, he's got to evaluate things, which is which is the same as what Cam Smith's been doing, to be fair. He's still on book tour, so we don't even know if he's coming back. I- he doesn't even. I don't think he. I think Cam Smith is going to ride off in the sunset. Yeah. It's starting to look like he's ready just to ride off. He doesn't need the fanfare. I think he's just going to walk away happy. Yeah, I think so too. And I'll piss off Paul Kent, which is even better. Um, but yeah, back to Breeze. Like first ballot Hall of Famer. Like this year. Like the last year and a half, it has he hasn't been himself, which is an absolute shame to go out the way he did. His body started to fail on him mentally. He could walk into any offensive coordinator role in the league. Like, he's just so switched on. Um, but is what it is, and that's what, and that's football, essentially. So, right. Conference championship weekend, Monday, Australian uh, – Monday morning, sorry. So, I think – what have we got? Let me go down the list here. First audio for the year. Well, congratulations to you. First day of my new job, so we like I probably won't see anything. You'll have to carry me next week. So, camp, cool. conference championship, NFC, first game, uh, we've got the Packers against the Bucks at Lambeau. Uh, I, it'll be a shootout. It'll be an absolute shootout. It'll probably be like 25 degrees. It'll be something incredible. Um, any takes on this game going into it, mate? Oh, I'm... It's yeah. This is gonna. This is gonna be fun. This is what everyone's always wanted to see: Brady, Brady versus Rogers. Uh, Rogers in a in a in championship. A actual, yeah, in a championship, in a game that matters. Yeah, well, they've only played each other five times, six times they played them this year, and Brady was still working out the Bucks' offense. The Bucks were still working out him. Yeah, this is this has everything written on it as. Just a good old-fashioned heavyweight um, brawl. Yeah, you're right. It's Okay, so the line's three and a half. They've got the Packers' as favorite, which is fair. It's over under 50 and a half points. I don't reckon uh, with points because that Bucks defense is nasty. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They've got Nago- Nagomigan Sue. Oh, I can't say it. Nagomigan's oh, – I can't say it. Sue. They've got Sue. Uh, JPP, they've got a fantastic defense. Um, underrated, the guy last week, I think his last name is Davis. He was fantastic for the Bucks. He shut down Mike uh, Thomas, Michael Thomas from the Saints. Can't guard Mike. Well, apparently they did. Um, I'm not going to lie. I like the three and a half point star for the Bucks, eh? Oh, I'm, I'll be that plus the Bucks to um, the under. The under. Bucks and the under. I and will probably, to I'll, throw two TDs. Brady to throw two TDs. That's a but, nice little multi for you. But Rogers to um, win the head-to-head battle in TDs. 
Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. 20, it's going to be. Fan- it's going to be. It's, it's going to be cold. That's all I know. And it's been known that the games that the Tampa Bay Bucks lost this year were at a very late time in the evening. So, I've got I don't dementia. Know. Yeah. The old, old bus has gone past his bedtime. <laughs> yeah. And Aaron Rodgers, he's got a massive, massive chip on his shoulder. I honestly think it's just because they they could drafted it, Jordan Love. If he wins, Rodgers. Yeah. If he wins the Super Bowl this year, could he just walk out and go, fuck this, I'm done? I don't know. I uh, I don't know. Brady, oh, not Brady. Uh, Rodgers, I think, is a, he's in his mid to late 30s, so he can still throw it. And. He's still fine, and that's he could do this exact same thing that Brett Favre did to him. He could honestly just sit, wait it out, keep playing well, and just really be a dick. He could honestly do it. Nice guy though. Donated to a a small fund in the states for half a million dollars to help small business. So he's a nice guy. So I can't really knock him. And I love Aaron Rodgers to be fair. So Sparky will like that little perp, <laughs> little chap. Uh, and then. The next game, the AFC Championship, Buffalo Bills at Kansas City at Arrowhead. Uh, Kansas City has a three-point handicap, three points, and the over-under is 53. It's going to be cold in Kansas. People forget that Kansas is the Midwest and they do get snow. So, Buffalo's cold. They know, and that's the thing. They play in the cold, so it works. Um, If Kansas don't have... Mahomes, it's Bills all day. Well, I think Kansas City have said that he's good to go. So there's still there's a lot of days to go until the game. Um, it wasn't concussion; it was nerve damage to the neck. It was something really weird that just really got oh, him. So it's 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 the usual. Oh, he's got concussion, but because the NFL don't really care about head knocks. No, they really, really don't. <laughs> it's um, really bad. Yeah, he's just pinched a nerve. Yeah, um, I I'm gonna t- I'm gonna do the exact same thing as I did before. I'm gonna take the Bills. Bills three points head start. I like that. I like that. I'm probably gonna go the over just because of the like just the two quarterbacks alone plus the weapons. Like it's it's Allen, Stefan Diggs. You got Cole Beasley who's playing slot receiver so fucking well against Mahomes, Tyree Kill. Travis Kelsey, who is a fucking like he's he's the best t- tight end in the league currently, and he acts like a fucking wide receiver. Um, but I'm going to give the Bills the points, um, and I reckon the over. I'm going to go Bills head to head, and the oh. over here. Yeah, nice. But it's going to be fantastic either way because after that we got a two week break until the Super Bowl, which is on the eighth of Feb. Uh, so that'll be good. That'll be another thing to talk about in a couple of weeks. Uh, enough football, mate. EPL? EPL? Oh, what happened this weekend? Oh, I can tell you. You guys had a lucky win. Oh, get... Go away. Mate, I just... I saw the fucking breakdown. You played literally a team that plays... Uh, I'm still going we, on the FA Cup ramp, but you guys... <laughs> I can't even pronounce the league they come from, but... Yeah, eighth tier, Marine. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, Tottenham had a good win against Sheffield United. Um... You drop points against United. They're still sitting atop. Um, and City had a massive win against Crystal Palace, which didn't help. So, uh, signs for concern. Or is it just, it was just a slow game? Um, 
I just think maybe we we don't play, we're playing with one fit centre but half. I don't think Klopp has the, tr- the trust of the young fellas to play in a big game. But if anyone's saying United have got a chance of winning the title, they're fucking dreaming. You're playing Is that your with brother? Them. Oh, any idiot who listens think United are. They're fucking dreaming. To not to score a goal against a two centre midfielders, a makeshift centre back pairing, is a fucking joke to that front four line. I don't care who tells me Rashford is world class. He can't get past two centre midfielders playing centre back. He's a fucking no better than the eighth grade player that played for that mar- Marine in um, the FA Cup against Tottenham. Stop Stop harassing my team, dude. Seriously. Oh, um, easy. Arsenal had a win to this morning too against Newcastle. Well, that's Newcastle, so, you know. Yeah, it's Newcastle. No can't really do it too much about that. So yeah, ladder is early this um, tomorrow morning. So should be a good win little, there. Yeah, good little pe- <laughs> Friday morning. Yeah, Friday morning got Burnley. Good little win there. Pick us up. Take us into the um, United. Do have Fulham. There you go. So United has Fulham, and then Spurs. If I can find them. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. City. Wait, what? City? Oh, no, I couldn't find it. Um, oh, I was going to say, we've got you next. Oh, give fuck. Yes! <laughs> oh, I'm still waiting on that carton for the first game. Oh, there's multiple cartons I'm still going to pay you for. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that my team comes around at some point. Uh, uh, probably finally, mate, in the sports news, we haven't really touched on the NBA, but just after we released the pod last week... James Harden's tantrum paid off and he's playing with his best mates in um, Flat Earth, Kyrie. And holy, um, holy shit. Little little bitch with the burner account, Kevin Durant. Don't talk. Hey, don't talk. He ain't ain't listening to this, so he can sue me as much as he wants. Don't talk shit about my king, dude, seriously. Um, Right, so after the pod last week, NBA massive blockbuster trade. James Harden, obviously, he get, he'd given up on the Houston Rockets. He wanted out. He gained yeah, 30. He didn't give up them his best. I, I'm going to back what Shaq said. Like, to say that he tried his hardest and gave him everything. Yeah. He was one for four in elimination games. That's not giving you best. No, he's definitely got, like, not. He's got down on all career percentages in elimination games. Yeah. Great so if any, end up in big moments. So if anybody had missed it, James Harden got traded to the Brooklyn Nets in a blockbuster. I think it was a four-team trade. There was the Cavs were involved, Indiana Pacers were involved, the Houston Rockets were involved, and the Nets. So the Nets got Harden as a single asset. That was it. The Nets got I uh, gave up a couple of draft picks. Um, I think then the Cavs threw in a couple of players. I think Dante Exum went to the Rockets. I think. So the Aussie went to the Rockets. Uh, Victor Oladipo ended up at the Rockets too. So he went from Indiana. Uh, Chris Levert, great story out of that too. There was a physical. Did you see that? Yeah, he did his MRI and then they re- realized he had his like knee a, during it. No, yeah, no, it wasn't his knee. There was a, something in his oh, liver. Oh, kidneys. Kidneys. Yeah. He had um, growth in his Kidney. Yeah, so it actually worked out really, really well for him, which is yeah. thing. So hopefully he's get on the men very soon. Hmm. But yeah, so James Harden played for the first time on the Nets uh, Saturday. I think it was Sunday our time. Dropped the f- first ever triple double for a player on debut at their new club. Thirty points. 
I've never seen a bloke shed kilos quicker than James Harden. Oh, also, that's, holy that shit! Is something fishy going on there. That he he finessed the shit out of the Rockets. He dead set looked like he was wearing a fat suit in mm. warm ups. But I have to admit, Black is slimming, so it might have just been the fucking baby blues that Houston were wearing that team. Anyway, uh, it was also proved today too. Brooklyn beat the reigning number one seeds from last year, the Milwaukee Bucks. So Lakers, Nets in the championship. I'm feeling probably most likely. I can't see Clippers can't see them standing up. They no. look like um, Golden Golden State aren't going to get there. No. Golden State oh, yeah. are on the back. They're on the downswing. They're on a rebuild. Like, Steph's being Steph. Like, he put up massive numbers today, and I think he won in a clutch moment yeah. today, too. We're missing the number one. Yeah. The game went up, but yeah. You hate to see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, but one of the best things out of that James Harden trade was he opened up a restaurant in Houston and the reviews. Holy shit. <laughs> About fit, about a couple of hours after the trade was announced and he was on his way out, the reviews are just one star and just ripping into it. Like these people had never been to this restaurant, but just felt the need to just like just put him down. It's the it's the pettiest league in all of fucking sports. Oh, oh, oh. I've got something for tonight. How about we bring back the old six pack? I got one for this week. Oh god, six pack of useless things that are useless. Things that are useless can be sport, you, can be anything you like. You can. And so you put you you've put me under the pump. Oh, I haven't even thought about it. I've only got one so far. It probably could be a shared one. I'll go first. Oh, Matthew Wade. Oh Jesus! <laughs> we got we got past this. Um, right. Oh, useless things. Well, I'm going to go straight into it. Sunscreen. <laughs> It doesn't right. help me in life, fair skin. Uh, fair skin, Irish, br- Irish blood, dead set. I think I reapplied a couple of times today and I've still come out looking like fucking Ray Warren after calling a game of State of Origin. It's fucking ridiculous. You could paint me with lead paint and I'd still burn. <laughs> um, fucking hell. Useless. My second, one, or my second one would have to be... Um, me in my last year at New Farm, <laughs> oh, absolutely useless. I think what spent got two red cards, five yellows, punched the um, door. And I think two two goal assists. That's it. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's some that's some park football numbers. That yeah. or Sunday league. Sorry, I should say. Uh, tits on a ball. They're pretty useless. Um. <laughs> don't don't go down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> Mitchell Sark. Oh, you, you, this is just recency bias now. No, no, no. I'll take that back. Not Mitchell Sark. Um, I might kick a kick a person while he's down. Mitchell Pierce. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mitchell Pierce and Origin Deciders. The the next one I'm going to go is just an all round thing. Using reviews when you know the result is against you. We saw that multiple yeah. times this year in the last year. This test match, this test series, that bloody coach's challenge at the end of Origin three when I was having heart palpitations and a stress anxiety attack in the stands. Like, why do it? Like, you know the result is. You know what it is. Then why why waste time? Why really delay the inevitable? Oh, I've got one here. This could really yeah. get us in trouble. It's another cricket-based one. 
Cam, no, Cam Bancroft and ball tampering. <laughs> I think you're being a bit harsh there. I don't think he was the ringleader in that. Oh, okay, let's say Dave Water then. Mrs. Oh. Candace Water. <laughs> Mrs. Candace Water. Oh, Christ. I don't know if I can go on with this, eh? Oh, I got, no- I got nothing we'll else. Yeah, I was going to say, well, give me more prep. Simpsons after season 10. Yeah, yeah, that. No, I'll, I'll agree to that. Holy <laughs> holy moly. They, they Also, Family Guy after about season five. Like They just went, went yeah. off a fucking cliff. Um, right. Espresso martinis after one, uh, after midnight. Just, it's not doing anything. It's just top of the tank up. Tequila shots anytime. Useless. Yeah. Uh, right. Anything, any a, other... Being a proactive family member on a Sunday, Sunday after a big Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> me, you, got uh, me, you, got, uh, you got family dinner oh fuck I've had a big night me after any drinking session Christ I I don't know how my fiance stay with me so long oh. <laughs> I, we're just roasting each other now aren't we yeah pretty cool yeah. <laughs> uh, right let's wrap it up it's been a long day you've yeah. you've done you've done extras after work so uh, yeah. Thanks again to everybody that has tuned in. Please subscribe. Go to Apple. Go to Spotify. Go to Google Podcasts. Wherever you find your podcasts, you will probably find us. Uh, leave us a review if you can. Leave us some comments. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Like We're doing our best. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. It's been a long, long day. Like I've been going in the sun all day. I think we'll wrap it up. Under time, we've actually yeah. nailed this. So, and, oh, it's still got time for a bit. Um, Sean Marshback. The oh, week. How could I forget? So, I've been scouring the deep, darkest sides of the web. Oh, this week's Sean Marsh's fact is: at the age of six, Sean had a goldfish, and its name was Goldie. So that's your Sean Marsh fact this week. Not really uh, the most riveting one, but. I couldn't. I had to find it, and he found it on um, a Sean Marsh Facebook page. That's the creepiest shit ever. <laughs> that was six six years old. He had a goldfish. Jeez, I, I made up that name, but yeah, he had a goldfish at six. Uh, could have named it Swampy after his dad. He could have, but he called oh, it Goldie. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. fant- fantastic. Right. That might do us for another week of Off the Back Fence. Thanks again to everybody that's been tuning in. We'll be back next week, hopefully with a bit more preparedness with the six-pack and a bit more sports. So say goodbye, Coonsie. See you, boys. See you, guys and girls. (laughs) (laughs) And that's goodbye from me. Have a good week, guys. See you later.
Oh, oh, oh. 